Salutations, listeners. You're listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we are going to be offering up um, kind of uh, a related compendium to one of our previous episodes a few months back. A few months ago, we did a special episode on the Bill Evans Trio, the evolution of a trio through various Bill Evans Trio recordings. So, as kind of an addition or a supplement to that episode, we are going to be offering up to you uh, Solo Eloquence, Solo Piano by the great Bill Evans. And so in this episode, you're not going to hear uh, any bass or drums, you're not going to hear any duos with uh, Jim Hall or dueling pianos uh, between Bill Evans and Bob Brookmeyer. Or any duos between uh, just the bass and piano, a la Eddie Gomez and Bill Evans. Nor are you going to hear the duos between uh, Bill Evans solely at the piano along with vocalist Tony Bennett. That's right. This episode is strictly 12 gorgeous tracks of Bill Evans on solo piano with loads of harmonic color. I mean, the cornucopia of sounds and and just harmonic uh, conceptions to these great songs are truly breathtaking. And so we certainly hope that you enjoy it. But that being said, sit back, relax, grab a beverage, and join us as we delve into solo eloquence, the solo piano of the great Bill Evans. Enjoy.
Yes, gorgeous. All right. Um, if you are familiar with jazz standards, then you probably knew all three of those tracks in that set. So that last tune that we heard was the Dave Brubeck composition, In Your Own Sweet Way. And it comes from the album Alone Again for Fantasy Records from December 16th through 18th, 1975. And the the back of the CD has uh, a little note that is a fitting way to kind of introduce a lot of what we're going to hear in this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. So here's what it says. To paraphrase President Kennedy's famous remark about Thomas Jefferson dining alone, when Bill Evans played solo piano, there had never been such a gathering of intellect, ability, and expressiveness at a keyboard. A successor to the album Alone, for which he won a Grammy, Alone Again highlights all of Evans' strengths, his exquisitely balanced time, the depth of his harmonic genius, the inimitable singing quality of his phrasing. His producers say that it was difficult to get Evans to record by himself. He claimed it was his one area of performance insecurity. Perhaps he was concerned about revealing as much of himself as he does in these pieces. So, yeah... An absolute fantastic track and a gorgeous arrangement of the Brubeck standard uh, in your own sweet way. You may be more familiar with the Miles Davis uh, recording of that track or even the Dave Brubeck Quartet um, recording of that with Paul Desmond. But it should not be ignored that Bill Evans has this gorgeous solo piano version of it. And there's only five tracks on this album. Uh, The Touch of Your Lips, Make Someone Happy, What Kind of Fool Am I, and People. In fact, a 13-minute-plus version of People. So, uh, yeah, I highly, highly, highly suggest uh, and recommend this album if you are looking for beautiful, expressive solo piano. Before that, we heard the, I believe it's Harold Arlen classic, um, yeah, Harold Arlen and Johnny Mercer classic, Come Rain or Come Shine. And those who are uh, a fan of Bill Evans' music may be more familiar with the trio version of this standard, Come Rain or Come Shine, from his album Portrait and Jazz with Paul Motion on the drums and Scott LaFaro on the bass, but... This version, this solo piano version, comes from the the new uh, discovered tapes uh, from Denmark. And it's on the Elemental Music album Bill Evans' Treasures. The solo, trio, and orchestra recordings from Denmark 1965 through 1969. That's right, you get not only... Bill Evans Trio recordings and Bill Evans Trio with the orchestra, the Danish orchestra recordings. But you also get solo 
piano Bill Evans recordings on a two CD set um, through Elemental Music. And I mean, it is just chocked full of great, great um, music and, and, and ideas and expressiveness. But also, just if you're a fan of just really great standards um, associated with Bill Evans, and this is something that you don't need to sleep on because it's got Someday My Prince Will Come, Beautiful Love. Uh, Waltz for Debbie, Very Early, I Should Care, um, another recording of My Bells, Walking Up, uh, Reperson I Knew, Round Midnight, My Funny Valentine, Stella by Starlight, Detour Ahead in a Sentimental Mood, Autumn Leaves, Nardis, Emily, Quiet Now, all these great, great, great tracks, um, and they're live. So, yeah, thanks to Zev Feldman. Uh, for producing and releasing this set of great, great music. So, yeah. So hopefully you dug that solo rendition of the Harold Arlen Johnny Mercer classic, Come Rain or Come Shine. And then we started off things with one of my favorite, favorite Bill Evans solo piano pieces, All the Things You Are, from his album, The Solo Sessions, Volume 2. And that's on Milestone Records, and it comes from uh, a January 10th, 1963 recording uh, produced by Oren Keep News. And, um, yeah, God bless. Just some great, great music there. Santa Claus is coming to town. I love you, Porgy. Uh, what Kind of Fool Am I? Love is Here to Stay. Ornithology and a medley consisting of, consisting of Ottoman New York and how about you? But it the whole album starts with this version of All the Things You Are, and it's such a mood setter because Bill plays that Bird of Paradise intro, but he very eerily, creepily, almost as if like a shadow just growing against a wall. That's the kind of care and precision that he starts off this arrangement with. Uh, for solo piano before going into the high-flying acrobatics that he's known for um, and the skill level that he demonstrates, you know, about midway through to the end. But um, it's a it's a full storyline with this solo version of this song, um, this jazz standard, because it starts off creepy, you know, and, and like a shadow, and then it, you know, it, it develops into this full plot and storyline, and then you get like the full solo, and, and you get the drama and the plot twists and all this in his solo, and then it dissipates and delineates into just a whisper. So, I really hope that you dug it as much as I do. Uh, but yeah, three really great tracks with all the things you are. Come rain or come shine, and in your own sweet way. Uh, if you're trying to jot these uh, tracks down or these albums, no need to do that. We've already done that work for you. Don't worry about putting it uh, on your notes, on a phone, or on a post-it note, or whatever. All you got to do is check out our website. And our website is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast.wordpress.com. And there you can find not only the titles of each song that we play, the artists who played them, but also the album artwork. And there 
in the order in which we play them for every single episode of the podcast. So that way, you know, if you find a track that you really, really, really like and want to add to your jazz collection, then you know exactly what to go into your local record store and look for if, if you have one. Always support local if you can. Uh, but if you don't have a local record store, then at least that way you know what to order or put into your, you know, streaming playlist, etc. So, also don't forget that you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether that's Amazon Podcast, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, whatever. We are there. And we're not making a dime off this. This is strictly for educational purposes and to put out nothing but good vibes into the universe. So, uh, if you can leave a positive review um, on Apple or any of those other platforms, and please do so. In fact, we actually have to pay money in order to upload this stuff. So, uh, positive reviews are always helpful. And don't forget to pass it on to anybody who you think would dig this kind of music. Because the more listeners, the better. And the more happier people there are in the world. And that's what we're after. It's to let you forget about kind of the worries of your day. So, all right. Enough talking for me. Let's get back to another great set of solo eloquence. Solo piano by the great Bill Evans. Here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Man. <clears throat> I tell you what, if that doesn't give you absolute goosebumps, then I think you should check your pulse. Because that is one of the most gorgeous pieces that Bill has ever recorded. And he did it live, in the moment. Um, he did it live January 20th, 1973, in Tokyo, Japan, at uh, Choken Hall. That was um, the track Hello, Bolinas, written by the great, great composer and bassist Steve Swallow. And it comes from the fantasy album Bill Evans, The Tokyo Concert. And most of these other tracks, there's nine tracks total on the album. Most of these other tracks uh, feature the jazz prowess of bassist Eddie Gomez, along with drummer Marty Morell. But this particular track really stands out. It's three tracks before the end, and it's not a super long piece, but every single second is just integral, and every note is just gorgeous. So, yeah, hopefully you dug that a great deal, because I know I have for years and years, decades, I've loved that song. Um, and this is an album that's like top 10 Bill Evans albums. Like if you're only going to get like 10 albums, you know what I mean? This is one that you should get. Um, because Up With A Lark, Yesterday I Heard The Rain, My Romance, uh, 12 Tone Tune 2, Glorious Step, and On Green Dolphin Street, in addition to Hello Bellinas, um, is really where it's at. I mean, it's such a great album. Just not a bad track. It really, you know. Um, and right at an hour. The whole album's only 59 minutes. So, yeah. Um, in fact, uh, Helen Keane, who was Bill Evans' producer, said that their not January 1973 Tokyo concert presented here in its entirety was, quote, a perfect one. And that's from somebody who's heard all of Bill Evans' stuff as his producer. So if Helen says it's a perfect one, you know it's a solid bet, right? So there you have it. All right. Before that, we heard the Spartacus love theme from the Verve album Conversations with Myself by the great Bill Evans. And that was recorded February 6th, 9th, and 20th, 1963. And um, in the liner notes to this album, this is what it says. It is one thing to have talent, but quite another to market it. Or as Dizzy Gillespie put it in the early 50s, at about the time his big band broke up, quote, I'm tired of going down in history. I want to eat. End quote. <laughs> um, and it goes on to say that when Bill Evans entered the studio in February 63 to record the album Conversations with Myself, he was one of the most respected pianists in jazz, but was not working regularly. Sunday at the Village Vanguard for Riverside Records, Evans' former label, had just garnered him his first Grammy nomination, but Scott LaFaro, the bassist on the album, had been killed in a car accident just a mere 10 days after the recording was made. And the first post 
Scott LaFaro trio album with Chuck Israels in the bass chair had just come out. The previous summer, Helen Keane, who we just talked about, had become the first manager to take firm control of Evans's career. At about the same time, he had signaled he had signed with Verve Records and the album Empathy with Shelley Mann and the Gary McFarlane session on which Evans was a guest star were in the can but not yet released. Things were on the upswing for Evans, but if the 1961 Village Vanguard sessions were the sides that defined his performance persona for the rest of his career, it was the release of Conversations with Myself in the summer of 63 that put him on the Star Trek, opening the doors to concert tours of Europe, South America, and Japan, as well as more work at home. Considering the difficulty in marketing jazz, Conversations had a lot going for it aside from being an outstanding artistic achievement. The novelty of the concept had built-in publicity value. It had a love theme from a recently hot movie, which we just heard, the Spartacus love theme. And Verve had a distribution system that Riverside couldn't hope to match even in its heyday. The reception of the album met everyone's expectations, and Leonard Feather even gave it five stars in a Downbeat Spotlight review, and it won Bill Evans the first of his seven Grammy Awards. Evans would go on to make two more albums that used overdubbing with his piano in 1967 and 1978, respectively. Posterity has determined them a tributary to the mainstream of his artistic development. But the importance of conversations with myself in furthering his career cannot be overestimated. And it is quite a novel concept to um, have Bill Evans uh, backing you up as a, you know, comping, you know, piano behind you um, as a soloist when the soloist is also... Bill Evans. And in many tracks, there's even a third piano, just as a, a color piano. So there's that there, too. Um, but this is a really, really sensational album. Um, it's got a bunch of other classics as well. Blue Monk, Round Midnight, Stella by Starlight, Bemsha Swing. Um, yeah, Hey There, How About You, uh, Sleepin' Bee. Yeah, it, it's Just You, Just Me. Yeah. It's a really, really fantastic album. And um, there was uh, an album later on called Further Conversations with Myself. And then the third album, which they talked about um, right there in those liner notes, was New Conversations. So there were three uh, overdub piano albums going on there. So there you have it. Now, we started off the set with a medley of When in Rome do as the Romans do, and the song It Amazes Me, uh, made popular by Blossom Deary and uh, also Tony Bennett. They both uh, covered that. In fact, I think Tony Bennett sang that with Bill Evans. Uh, but this medley, uh, When in Rome and It Amazes Me, is a Cy Coleman medley, and it was recorded uh, in November 19th, 1973 uh, for the album Eloquence 
and it should be known that this whole album, Eloquence, is uh, eight tracks, but they're kind of half and half, right? So it's composed of songs uh, that, what is it, four songs are solo piano pieces, and the other four songs are duets with Eddie Gomez. Um, yeah, the last piece, which we heard uh, on the album, When in Rome, and it amazes me, uh, was actually recorded live in 1973 at Shelley's Manhole. That's the jazz club owned by drummer Shelley Mann. Uh, and this club was in Hollywood. And uh, the other songs were from the Montreux Jazz Festival. So uh, Scott Yanow, the jazz uh, journalist or reviewer, uh, wrote, quote, being a musical perfectionist, it is doubtful that Bill Evans would have wanted this music to be released, although longtime Bill Evans collectors will find the explorations by him to be intriguing. So, yeah. And also, French jazz critic Alan Gerber said that in uh, some of the tracks, Eddie Gomez used a new technical advance in amplification to exploit the upper range and the harmonics of the double bass. So, yeah, really cool. Um, yeah, I, I really like this album. It, it, it's, yeah, I, I'm definitively in that camp of the Bill Evans collector that wants to hear his explorations. So, and um, most folks do. There you have it. So, yeah, uh, a beautiful little Cy Coleman medley there to start off that set. So, enough talking from me. Let's get to our... We're halfway through. So, if you need to pause, grab a refill. That's totally fine. Grab another cup of coffee, whatever you need to do. Um, We will be here, and we are about to start the second half of Solo Eloquence, the solo piano stylings of the great Bill Evans here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
All right. So that gorgeous track was uh, Bill Evans' original tune entitled, entitled Letter to Evan. Uh, and it comes from another one of these Renaissance records and uh, released and produced by Zev Feldman. Uh, it's on a two-CD set called Inner Spirit. And uh, it features the Bill Evans trio for the most part on the majority of these tracks. And the trio at that time was Bill Evans on piano, the great Mark Johnson on bass, and Joe LaBarber on the drums. And it was recorded live at the Teatro General San Martin in Buenos Aires, Argentina on September 27, 1979. And um, in the liner notes... They talk about Letter to Evan, and that's the track that we heard. It was a solo piano outing, and Letter to Evan actually had its debut on the South American tour. The song was written for his son, Bill Evans' son, who was four at the time, as a quasi-apology for being on the road so often and his other shortcomings as a father. So, a little heavy, but, you know, uh, a gorgeous piece. And he was obviously thinking of his son when he was writing it and performing it. So, before that, we heard the standard, The Shadow of Your Smile. And it comes off an album that we had alluded to uh, on one of the previous set breaks. Uh, comes off the 1967 album, Further Conversations with Myself by Bill Evans. Now, if you'll recall, Conversations with Myself uh, was uh, Bill Evans in three-part harmony with himself uh, on the Spartacus Love theme. Well, this track, The Shadow of Your Smile, uh, is known for being a four-handed, a, a four-overdubbed, you know what I mean, um, version, which is just incredible incredible and it's only four years after the initial album the conversations with myself uh but that's just i mean musically speaking that's very interesting and it, it, it it's a head scratcher but it's gorgeous um but that's not the super head scratcher part of this album so when uh you read the liner notes to the reissue uh, CD for further conversations with myself. This is what it says. In a world that is known Friday the 13th Part 8, not to mention Jan and Dean's Golden Hits, Volume 3, we tend to develop automatic and even forbidding defense mechanisms against sequels of all kinds. But every rule is proved by its exceptions. And one such is Bill Evans's Further Conversations with Myself. Its precursor, The Still Astonishing Conversations with Myself, was recorded in 1963. The genesis of its concept, Evans playing triply overdubbed music of his own creation, is still in dispute. In his essay, Bill Evans, the Poet, collected in Robert Gottlieb's fine anthology, Reading Jazz, the author, Gene Lees, a longtime friend of Bill Evans, states that the idea for the album was the pianist's own. 
This seems more than plausible, especially since Evan was admittedly influenced by the work of Lenny Tristano, who in 1955 had recorded a track called Turkish Mambo, which was a single short monaural mix of three piano tracks. But producer Creed Taylor, who was the head of Verve Records in 1963, has since claimed in an interview published in the box set, The Complete Bill Evans on Verve, that it was he that proposed the overdubbed recording. Or no, it was he that proposed the conversations concept, and it's undeniable that Taylor had long been intrigued by the artist artistic possibilities of overdubbed recording. Because his major prior effort in that direction had been the 1957 album Sing a Song of Basie, in which the voices of Lambert, Hendrix, and Ross were overlaid upon themselves in a rhythm section until they filled up each and every part of the ten arrangements originally created for the Count Basie Orchestra. So, was the initial idea that garnered Bill Evans his first Grammy and put him on the Star Trek with his career... Was it actually his idea? Was it actually Creed Taylor's idea? Or should we really give Lenny Tristano that credit? It's interesting. It's very interesting. So, who knows? Either way, the result is music magic. Because we have three overdubbed albums of the great Bill Evans and we have Turkish Mambo by the great Lenny Tristano and we have plenty of great uh, musical productions from the great Creed Taylor so there you have it before that to open up the set we started out with another beautiful standard called Everything Happens to Me it is one of the greatest Woe Is Me tracks in all of the Great American Songbook. And in the right hands, it can be a beautifully treated masterpiece. And luckily for us, it was in Bill Evans' hands. It was recorded January 10, 1963, and it comes from Bill Evans' The Solo Sessions Volume 1. If you'll recall, we heard All the Things You Are to start off the whole podcast from the Solo Sessions Volume 2. There is no chronological, you know, order here for this, by the way. It's just great tunes that I'm spinning in, in any particular given order. So, just so you know, there's no chronological rationale to it. Um, so, yeah. Hopefully you dug um, Everything Happens to Me, The Shadow of Your Smile, and Letter to Evan. Yeah. So... Gorgeous music. I tell you, there's just so much great Bill Evans music that's out there between the Bill Evans trios. And if you haven't heard that episode of the Dr. Jazz podcast, the trio evolution of the Bill Evans trio, as soon as you're done with this one, please go check that one out because it's just chock full of even more great, fantastic, beautiful, gorgeous music uh, at the hands of Bill Evans. So this is just kind of like... uh, a compendium, an, an addition, an addendum, whatever you want to call it. 
So, because, I mean, is there really such a thing as too much Bill Evans music? I think not. Anyway, don't forget that you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, Apple, Amazon Podcast, doesn't matter. We are there. So if you know someone who would really appreciate this kind of gorgeous jazz music, please pass it on to them because we're not making a dime on this. It's truly just a labor of love trying to spread out good vibes out there in the universe. So, um, yeah, do your part. Pass it on. And if you've got a moment to quickly do a positive review on Apple Podcasts, we would certainly appreciate that. We're getting oh so close to that perfect rating, and uh, we really would you know, enjoy that and appreciate you. So on top of that, don't forget to check out the website. It's got all the tracks in the order in which they're played. Uh, that website is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z podcast.wordpress.com. And uh, yeah, there you've got all the track, artist, and album artwork information so you know what to go looking for yourself should you find a track that you absolutely fall in love with. Also, forgot to mention this before, at the top of that page, you can click contact and it will open up a blank box in which you can craft an email and send it right to me and we will write you back. It might be a little while, but I promise we will write you back. Okay? So, enough talking for me. We've got one last set of gorgeous solo piano music by the great Bill Evans here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. So do not go away.
Yes. Oh, so gorgeous. Okay, so we started off with one of my absolute favorite jazz standards. Uh, here's that rainy day. And it comes from the Verve album Alone, which is just solo piano by the great Bill Evans. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got a 14 and a half minute version of Never Let Me Go, Midnight Mood by the great Joe Zavinul, A Time for Love, uh, On a Clear Day You Can See Forever, plus the track that we started off that set with, Here's That Rainy Day. Just a gorgeous, gorgeous track. Then, after that, we heard Remembering the Rain, which comes from the third uh, overdub series uh, in the series albums by Bill Evans, and it's called New Conversation. New Conversations, and it was recorded in 1978. The difference between New Conversations and the previous two albums, which were Further Conversations with Myself and Conversations with Myself, is that the first two albums were just overdubbed piano on top of piano. What makes New Conversations much more interesting uh, is that it's Bill Evans including Fender Rhodes electric piano on top of regular piano. So you have acoustic and electric uh, piano as simultaneously being overdubbed. And that's what we heard with Remembering the Rain, which was uh, written by Bill Evans. So there you go. Then we ended with one of the just, just sheer perfection tracks, in my estimation. Uh, in my opinion, and that's from Bill Evans at the Montreux Jazz Festival from 1968. It won a Grammy Award, uh, but this was a previously unreleased track until it made it onto compact disc, and that is Denny Zeitlin's Quiet Now. And it's just, it's, oh, it's just six and a half minutes of sheer perfection. I love that song. That version, especially, is probably one of my favorites. And at the time, this is the only recording of uh, the trio, which is the most of the remainder of the tracks, uh, for Bill Evans, Eddie Gomez, and Jack DeJanet, until Zeb Feldman has dug up some of these great uh, tracks through Elemental Music. But I think it's worth noting that we should close with some words from Bill Evans from the line of notes of his album Alone. And he says, perhaps the hours of greatest pleasure in my life have come about as a result of the capacity of the piano to be in itself a complete expressive musical me medium. In retrospect, I think that these countless hours of aloneness with music unified the directive energy of my life. At those times when I have achieved this sense of oneness while playing alone, the many technical or analytic aspects of the music happened of themselves with positive rightness, which always served to remind me that to understand music most profoundly, one only has to be listening well. Perhaps it is a peculiarity of mine that despite the fact that I am a professional performer, it is true that I have always preferred playing without an audience. This has nothing to do with my desire to communicate or not, but rather, I think just a problem of personal self-consciousness which had to be conquered through discipline and concentration. Yet, to know one is truly alone with one's instrument and music has always been an attractive and condu conducive situation for me to find my best playing level. 
Therefore, what I desired to present in a solo piano recording was especially this unique feeling. And I think that we have felt that through this episode of the podcast. So thank you so much for joining me and allowing us to be a part of your day or evening. Um, In the famous words of Duke Ellington, we do love you madly. And so until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now because in jazz, we trust. <laughs>